There we are. Look, there's even a cat on set today. She's right there. You can see part of her. There you go. You're on screen. The people like you. They do. She decided to sit up on the, the arm of the sofa. <sighs> and here we go with the show in three, two, Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Monday, September 21st. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Get out of here on me. Mm. Well, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I did. I really did. I had a great weekend. Uh, did some, some work around the house. Hung out with the family, picked some apples, which I have so far turned into apple muffins, apple butter, dried apples. Gave some to a friend to make pie, because she makes better pie than I do. I don't really bake. The muffins weren't anything special. A little bit of cider, but I don't press, so it's way too labor intensive. And, uh, yeah, that was it on the apples. What else? What else do we do? I have yet to turn the heat on in the house, which if you're not from New England, you might not realize what a point of pride this is. But we've had our third frost in a row, and it should be the last one for a couple weeks, at least a week. But here we are. It's September 21st. I have not turned the heat on in the house. I keep wearing warm clothes inside. And during the day, it warms up and up. It's fine. But overnight, and, you know, first thing waking up, is 28 degrees outside. It's chilly. It is chilly. <sighs> what else? Went to the gym yesterday and spent some time hitting the heavy bag, which felt really good. I miss doing that. Had dinner with a friend last night, and he and I were talking martial arts for much of it, because as you would imagine, most of my friends train. Somehow, I've, even if I didn't meet them in martial arts, or through martial arts, I guess, they're still martial arts. What? You want to sit on my lap now? It's while she's been working for all morning is to sit on my lap. All right, you got to settle. Um, yeah, so good weekend. Feeling good. Did a bunch of work yesterday. Got plenty more to do today. It doesn't stop. doesn't go away. Got a dental appointment this afternoon. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all this teeth stuff, excuse me, being over. What else happened today? Just work, teeth, maybe go to the gym. I think that's it. Yeah. 
Simple day. Should be a simple day. It's Monday, and let's see if the Monday episode of Martial Arts Radio is out. Let's see, last week, last week was Lorenzo's episode. Um, who's today? I think today is Mark. <sighs> cat hair on everything. Everything has cat hair on it. Videos. Is it up? Yep. All right. Today's episode is with Professor Mark Redden. Let's see. Don't play. I just want to make sure I'm not mixing him up with someone else. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this guy has a, has a good story. We had a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of similarities in there, as, as you might imagine. You know, I, I say that a lot, because it's true. You know, one of the things I love about doing the show is that it showcases how much we all have in common. Not just as, not just as martial artists, but as people. I think one of the, the things that we need most in the world right now is a recognition that we have a lot in common. Any two people have a tremendous amount in common. And sure, you can focus on the differences, you can find those differences, you can hone in on that and create these divisions. But that doesn't benefit anyone except the person creating the division. There's obviously some stuff going on in this country. And the thing that sucks is that we could stop it. We could stop it in an instant. If we stop pointing fingers, if we figuratively, you know, held hands and sang kumbaya and all that. It's, it's not going to happen. But it could. I'd like it to. Right? What else? Uh, recorded an episode, a Thursday episode yesterday about, what did I call it? Um, things martial artists have learned in 2020. Mostly serious, a little bit of humor. That'll be out in a few weeks. You know, we just we just keep on keeping on, chipping away. I feel like I slept well, but I don't feel like my everything's front and center of my brain. So let's do what we do when that happens. Let's just stop the monologue. Do we want to call this part of the show monologue? I guess. It's monologue-ish. And let's move on to what you all had to say.
and once again, Zuza gets comments. You all like her. Me too. She's fuzzy and weird, which is, I'm not, oh, nice, Frank. Um, I'm going to guess most of you know, unless you're one of our international viewers or listeners, uh, which last time I looked at the demographics on this show, it was overwhelmingly the U.S., much more so than our other stuff. You know, most of our stuff is, is pretty well represented, especially among the English-speaking countries. But this show, probably because of the timing, tends to be U.S.-centric. And over the weekend, uh, one of our top court, the Supreme Court justices, uh, somebody who is pretty well regarded, um, passed away. 87 years old, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And there's a lot of concern about this because of what's going to happen next. That's, that's as far as I'm going to take any kind of discussion on politics. However, the quotes that we have today that Frank submitted are from Justice Ginsburg. And she's a pretty smart lady. So let's see what she had to say. Fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. What is leadership? Leadership is going first. Leadership is demonstrating the ability to do something. Leadership is inspiring others to come after you. It's not, <clears throat> it doesn't come from shame, it doesn't come from, or it doesn't utilize shame, it doesn't utilize anger or other negative emotions. To, to me, leadership is positive. It involves sacrifice and passion. There are a lot of things in the world that would not exist were it not for one person saying, this is important, I'm going to start doing it. This is how I feel about the martial arts and the work that we're doing. This is how I feel about what we do at Whistlekick. I feel like we are, I don't know if we're succeeding, but we're attempting to lead. We are trying to demonstrate good behavior as martial artists of the world. We're trying to inspire others to train and keep training and be positive and share their martial arts derived gifts, gifts with the world. Coffee is particularly good this morning. Reading is the key that opens doors to many good things in life. 
Reading shaped my dreams, and more reading helped me make my dreams come true. Books are pretty powerful. There's a lot going on. The written word will always have a place. Plenty of people have distanced themselves from, from physical books. You know, we have Kindles, and I have a Kindle, and most of my reading is done on a Kindle. But there's still something special about a paper book. I prefer audiobooks. I think I've talked about that. And just as an aside, if you're someone who enjoys audiobooks and maybe was chewing through them just too fast and your audible habit was costing you a fortune, no, this isn't an audible commercial. They've launched a, a new program called, uh, what is it, Audible Unlimited, that if you have a membership, there are there is a selection of books that you don't need to spend credits to buy. They're just there for you to consume as long as you are an active member. And I'm listening to one, it's a, a kind of a post-apocalyptic sort of thing, narrated by Bronson Pinchot. And if you're my age or older, you probably remember that name as one of the co-stars of the, the TV sitcom Perfect Strangers. <laughs> um, I picked it before I realized it was it was him reading it, and so they're doing the credits. Read by Bronson Pinchot. And I went, well, I'm not going to repeat what I said because I don't say those words on the show. But I thought that was hysterical. Books, audiobooks, podcasts—they expose you to the thoughts of others. They help you learn. They help you think. They help you understand. And I think that that's critical. A good portion of the trouble we have in the world is due to the fact that people are regurgitating the beliefs that they are told to have. And I see it among most of my friends and it's gross. If 100% of your understanding of any subject comes from a single source, you do not in fact understand that subject. We define our knowledge and our place in the world through relations, relationships, not just, you know, interpersonal relationships, but where things fit. We learn by figuring out what doesn't work, what isn't true, etc. So if your understanding of a subject comes from a single source, it's really hard for that single source to provide enough contrast for you to figure out where your beliefs and understanding fit in. Sure, go ahead, read the most authoritative book on the subject or listen to the most authoritative expert speak on the subject. But make sure you listen to or read from some others. 
as well. Put it, put all the pieces together so you can form your own opinion. Right? Can you hear her? scratch her back the right way I might be able to make her loud enough so you can hear her. was I not doing it right next hmm. my mother told me to be a lady and for her that meant be your own person be independent I'm trying to empathize what it might have been like for her to hear that probably 60 to 70 years ago. We're certainly not in a time yet where women are given equality across all, um, across all measures. I believe that's changing. I wish we were already there, but I believe it's changing. I believe it's all moving in the right direction. When we, when we talk about gender roles, there are two points that inevitably come up. One is predispositions and capabilities. And we can, we can talk about those in generalities. We can say that you know, men are generally physically stronger than women. We can say that women are generally more uh, compassionate than men. There are ways to measure these things. We, we know these things to be true. But we also need to say that men and women can do anything, aside from give birth. Men can't really give birth. And so I, I think back, you know, to the 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 much bigger differences that she would have experienced as a child, as a teenager, and the progress that we've made. And, you know, there, there was a, um, who was I having this conversation with? I was having a conversation with someone, and I've had this conversation many times. We, in, in, our, in our quest for change, for societal change, cultural change, we become really focused on our own individual timelines. And it can be really frustrating to look at something that big and that important, like attaining equal rights for a certain group, 
or seeing cultural shifts towards something that's important to you and say, it's not happening fast enough. But then we have to take a big step back and take a look at the history of that thing, you know. In the history of humanity, we've made immense progress in the last 100 years, 50 years, even 20 years. So not only is progress happening, it's speeding up. And that really excites me. Because we're getting there. And it sucks that we're not there. But we're getting there. And the same thing's true of martial arts. When we take a look at martial arts culturally, when we look at the opportunities available, it wasn't that long ago that martial arts, as we think of it today, didn't exist in most countries. And then once it, let's say we talk about the US, once it came to the United States, it was a pursuit that was almost exclusively for adults and primarily for men. But then look at now. Not only is martial arts available to women and children, it's available to those with adaptive needs. It's available online. It's available in rec centers and dedicated facilities in every state. And that change happened in what, 60 years, 50 years? It wasn't that long. So all this is kind of a long-winded way of saying, I try to maintain two parallel, sometimes seeming conflicting thoughts on subjects like this. I recognize the change that we've made and I'm proud of us as humanity for what we have changed in a relatively short period of time, given our time on earth with these, we'll say discrepancies. And yet, I push for and encourage further progress because it's, it's the right thing to do. It's appropriate. It is, it is what we should have. And our final quote for the day. Sometimes people say unkind or thoughtless things. And when they do, it is best to be a little hard of hearing, to tune out and not snap back in anger or impatience. How many arguments, physical altercations could be avoided 
if you just pretended not to hear someone's ignorance or anger or frustration or pain or, or, or. There's a time and a place to correct someone or to, to challenge their beliefs. Maybe that's probably a better way to put it. There's a, there's a, there's space for that, but it's not every time. Sometimes losing a fight so you can continue fighting the battle. There are, I mean, from day to day, we all make concessions. Sometimes we make concessions on things that are really important to us and we, we feel frustration over those for days, weeks, maybe even years to come. There are exchanges that I had with people decades ago that I wish I had done differently and I remember them. There are, I, I'm not gonna lie, there are people from high school that I wish I had put my hands on. People who made it a point to treat me poorly and put their hands on me. And I walked away and I walked away and I've always walked away. I'm incredibly proud of the fact that I've never been in a fight. To me, the only way you win a fight is to avoid it. But I think about some of those exchanges and wonder how many other people that maybe didn't have the tools, the psychological space to overcome what those bullies were doing. If I'd knocked one of them out, would they have been less likely to pick on somebody else? I don't know. I was a kid. I know I don't back down from people now. Fortunately, I don't have to. It doesn't happen nearly as much. Learning to turn the other cheek or ignore or whatever else, however else you want to think of it. It's a critical skill. It's a skill that requires a lot of self-confidence. I've had a few exchanges with friends, people who mean a lot to me over the last couple of weeks, where we were discussing, you know, something more... Uh, kind of controversial, polit politics, etc. And when I discuss things like this, I... No, we don't need to go into that detail. I discuss from a place that isn't full of emotion. I, I detach. And a lot of people aren't able to do that. And it leads to a lot of fighting. Verbal, physical... So I, I, like, I like the advice in this quote. Sometimes you just have to pretend you're hard of hearing and say, what? 
or just ignore them. I'll leave you with this. I was at a bar with a couple friends and I had come in, I just bought this new jacket and it was probably a little bit warmer than, than this jacket justified, but I wanted to wear my new jacket. And, and I remember this so vividly. Three of us are sitting down, just having a beer, and this big guy comes over. And I don't remember his words, but it was to the effect of, do you really need that jacket? It's not that cold out, something like that. And it was, he was, he was picking on me. And I just stared at him. And I stared at him searching for words that weren't going to escalate the situation. Now, much better improvisationally now than I was then, I could probably come up with a dozen things that I could have said. But in that moment, I couldn't find anything to say, so I just stared at him. And it got uncomfortable, and he walked away. And he did not talk to me again the rest of the night. And I remember being so angry in that moment. And this is one of those exchanges that I've thought about many, many, many times. And there's a part of me that wishes I had just broken a pool cue over his head. But most of me is really happy that I didn't. So, I'm gonna go. You know, I really thought I set the timer on the hydroponic setup to not go off during the show, but apparently I'm not getting that right. So my apologies. I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a... Uh, whatever you're doing, I hope you... Thank you, Stacy. I hope you keep some of these words in mind. I hope you recognize the ability you have to create change for yourself and for those around you. I hope you'll leave me some comments, some things to respond to tomorrow. If you want to do that, wait till the show's over, drop them below, or you can always email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. And if you want to support the show, whistlekick.com or the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll call that good. Susie, you're fine. I'm getting all mad at him. I'm demanding her. All right. I'll see you back here tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, bright and early. Take care, everybody. Go check out Martial Arts Radio. Peace. Why are you so mad here?